So this is like literally the world's most expensive divorce settlement in history. <laughs> so the ruler of Dubai has been ordered to pay a record of $730 million to his ex-wife and their kids. Now, this is why I mention that the most important financial decision that you could possibly ever make is who you marry, right? Because this could literally make or break your finances if you're not careful and if you're not sure. And, whew, nearly a billion dollar settlement. That's crazy. So the ruler of Dubai was ordered to pay his princess ex-wife and their children more than $730 million in the most expensive divorce settlement in British history. Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid al-Maktoum, 72, was ordered in London's high court to pay the staggering amount to six-wife princess Haya bint al Hussein, who had been used to limitless funding before fleeing their marriage in 2019 after cheating with a bodyguard who blackmailed her. Now, this is interesting, okay? Because, one, this is a very big cultural difference to a lot of people. You're like six wife, right? But a lot of people are not used to that. And then also, wait a minute. You cheated on a bodyguard, but did he cheat with you and then blackmail you, or did he blackmail you into cheating with him? See, it's going to be, I don't know, like, what came first, the chicken or the egg kind of thing. So the sheik was given three months to come up with a 333 million lump sum for the princess as well as more than $16 million he owed for the education of their children, Jalila, 14, and Zaid, 9. He was also ordered to create a bank guarantee of $385 million to cover future payments for the kids who live with their mom in a mansion near London's Kensington Palace worth more than one hundred and fifteen million dollars. I remind myself that money was no object during the marriage, Judge Philip Moore wrote in his record settling ruling. Because like here's the thing, you gotta think about it, right? For like us commoners, right? We're like looking at these sums of money, it's like, what on earth are you gonna do with seven hundred and thirty million dollars? Right? Like, a lot of people could just have, like, a million dollars and live an amazing life. You could just have a $100,000 and dramatically improve your life. So, to see someone where they're going to get $730 million, that's crazy. In addition, the settlement included nearly $18 million for jewelry and more than a $1 for hot couture that the princess left in Dubai when she fled, as well as $6.5 million for annual vacations. 
I'm guessing that one dollars is actually one million. So, yeah. So Al Maktoum Wright previously abducted two of his daughters by another marriage, and above Al Maktoum and Haya left appear at the Epsom Derby with their daughter in 2018. What do they mean by abducted? This guy literally like stole his own kids. So she was even approved more than $2.5 million to redo her kitchen, including a pizza oven, even though the mansion had just had a nearly $120 million refurbishment just a few years ago. She is not, in the context of this case, wealthy, her lawyer, customer said, noting her ex-husband was so rich he once spent more than $2.5 million buying strawberries for his UK estate one summer. Look, imagine if you were so filthy rich that you were like just tossing millions of dollars to buy strawberries. <laughs> for strawberries. Okay? Strawberries. $2.5 million on straw. Berries, right? So the actual value of money is very different to any normal mortal involved in this case or any litigant, litigant who normally comes before this court, Cusworth said. And here's the thing, right? Like, this type of money is almost unfathomable, right? Like, this type of money and this type of spending for us commoners are basically like, can't you like just buy a country? <laughs> like, this is a crazy amount of money, okay? Like, this guy's tossing like a one diet soda out of a 24 pack in the recycle bin that's half drink, right? On strawberries like that's like that's like that's like the feeling he's doing it but he dropped 2.5 million on strawberries right so this guy probably has so much wealth like so much money coming in that it's like where it's almost like disgusting right where it's almost like wow if i wanted to i could literally build like a house made out of solid gold, <laughs> right? Like, this is, like, the type of money that we're talking about. Like, this is, like, beyond your mind's conception of how much money could actually exist kind of situation. So the court was told the princess had been forced to sell cherished items worth more than $20 million, including racehorses, to maintain her lifestyle while awaiting the outcome of the case. Now again, you hear this as a commoner, right? And as your fellow commoner, we're hearing this like, oh, so you can't live off of $20 million? Huh, right? Like for any person, you're like, $20 million, I can live awesome for the rest of my life. And my future kids, and my future kids' kids, and my future kids' 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 kids can live a pretty awesome life just on 20 million, right? 
But this is the problem. Like, this is the thing that you got to understand. Personal finance is personal. So what is normal for you, what is right for you, is not going to be normal or right for another person. Speaking, she, as a former princess, basically, was used to pretty much having the hand of God giving her golden bricks, basically, at a whim. Like, like this is like the equivalent. So you could see where like her level of normalcy is vastly skewed, right? The only problem is when you reach that level of normalcy, any dip below that is devastating to your psyche and everything else, right? This is like the same situation where like, let's say that you got a new job and you started to make like $100,000 a year, right? And you kept making that $100,000 a year, you know, for like the next five years, right? So that's your new normal. Then out of nowhere, it drops down to $70,000, right? You could still live off of the $70,000, but it completely skews your lifestyle that you were used to having. You were so used to having a certain amount of money coming in that now you're like, what am I doing? I'm overspending. I'm losing all my money. Like, what is going on here, right? And like, it completely skews your mindset and your point of view of basically your life. So you got to be very careful. This is why people who end up like making more and more money, they have to be very careful with a term called lifestyle creep, where you start to creep up your lifestyle, right? But if your creep up of the lifestyle ends up getting to the point where it does not even match your income anymore, you're basically screwed, right? Now, and her situation is a little bit different because she was a princess. She was making untold, she was just basically given untold amounts of money. She had access to untold amounts of money and then gone, right? So at the snap of the fingers, no money at all, right? Other than the $20 million, right? So Judge Philip Moore said her oh, said his record ruling was based on the exceptional circumstances of this case, such as the truly opulent and unprecedented standard of living enjoyed by these parties in Dubai. Now another thing you gotta really think about too, right? If you're so rich that you had to pay a seven hundred and thirty million dollar settlement would your choice of hat be a top hat? I have no idea. Seems kind of odd to me. So Haya, with her husband and two children, initially asked for $1.85 billion. So I'm guessing this might be what? Her actual new husband? I have no clue. So the bulk of the money, however, was to cover lifelong security for the princess and her children because of the grave risk of abduction by Al Maktoum, the judge said. Hold on. Interesting. Most importantly in this regard, and absolutely uniquely, 
the main threat they face is from Al Maktoum himself, not from outside sources, the Joseph said of the Sheikh, who is also Vice President and Prime Minister of the United Arab Emirates. Okay, no, yeah, so I was right. Yeah, so this guy. This guy is the one that ends up basically having to pay it up. So I guess he has a history of abducting his kids. So, yeah, that's actually a pretty big risk. So separate UK high court rulings concluded Al Maktoum, a leading racehorse breeder, had previously abducted and mistreated two of his daughters by another marriage and hacked the phones of Haya and her lawyers. The Sheikh has denied these claims. So the princess current head of security, who was given complete anonymity to testify, had warned of a serious risk of her being killed or harmed and the children being abducted. I'm entirely satisfied that this means that they are particularly vulnerable and need watertight security, the judge had ruled. There can be no compromise in this area, the judge said, as he also approved millions of a fleet of armored vehicles as well as private parking for them. It is far better to be safe rather than sorry. Haya 47, who was the youngest of the Sheikh's six wives, fled to the UK in April 2019, fearing her for her safety after she began an affair with one of her bodyguards the court was touched. So at least that basically explains it. So that bodyguard, who was identified in court, then blackmailed her, along with other members of the security team, with the princess, so fearful that she paid them nearly $9 million dollars to hide the affair, the court heard. Now here's the thing. If you're the bodyguard and you're sleeping with one of the wives, would you do this or would you not do this, right? Would you do the blackmail for the potentially $9 million or not? Or would you continue to sleep with her? Or would you risk potentially getting, potentially offed, you know, by... The husband. Because this is the thing. This type of guy, it seems like he would be more than willing to kill basically everyone if he wanted to. So after learning of his wife's affair, Sheikh Mohammed published a poem titled You Lived, You Died, which Princess Haya interpreted it as a threat. I would also, right? If I was a wife, the sixth wife, meaning I'm not number one, and I had an affair, and I was caught by a guy who's willing to abduct his own kids and potentially kill people of his own bloodline or potentially of, you know, former wives and all that kind of stuff, right? You know, I'd I'd probably be pretty scared too. So during almost seven hours of testimony, Haya said a large one-off payment would allow for a clean break and remove the sheik's hold over her and their children. I really want to be free, and I want them to be free, she told the court. The final tally of around $733 million is the most ever ordered by a British court, beating the previous record of around $600 million that Russian billionaire Farkad 
Akhmadov was made to pay in his 2016 divorce. Still, it is less than half of the $1.85 billion that had been sought by Haya, who had been used to limitless funds during her marriage, her lawyers told the court. She had an annual budget of around $110 million for her household in Dubai, with another $12 million spending money, the ruling noted. Okay, just just think about that for a second, right? Just think about that for a second, right? Imagine if basically you had access to a hundred and twenty, no, no, a hundred and thirty, no, 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 yeah, a hundred and twenty-two million dollars every year. What would you do with a hundred and twenty-two million dollars? Every year. So the Sheik's lawyer, Nigel Dyer, had tried to fight the huge payout, calling it absurd, ridiculous, and quite unprecedented. He also accused the princess of misusing the children's funds, noting the roughly $8.8 million she paid to blackmailers over her affair. But here's the thing. That is less than her spending money that she was allotted so, technically speaking, couldn't that fall under that category? <laughs> so, it was the largest financial remedy award certainly ever ordered, and I imagine ever made by a family court, Dyer said at Tuesday's ruling. A spokesman for Sheikh Mohammed said in a statement that the ruler has always ensured that his children are provided for. The court has now made its ruling on finances, and he does not intend to comment further. Haya's blackmailing lover, meanwhile, was only identified in court as Mr. D, as in, you know what, and was described as a married former British soldier employed as her close protection officer, according to the Times of London. It sticks in the throat that these people have been able to get away with this and have not been prosecuted, the judge said. The Sheik is also the founder of the successful Godolphin horse racing stable and once received a trophy from Queen Elizabeth II after one of his horses with uh, won a race at the Royal Ascot. So feel free to give your thoughts, but like again, imagine if you had $122 million per year, that was your norm to have access of $122 million every single year, and then you lost everything. But either way, this is the thing. I understand the divorce that it would roll in her favor in this scenario because of the safety issue. But if there is no safety issue, a divorce would actually not make sense in terms of this going this way because she ended up cheating, right? Typically, let's just say like in America, if you are the person who ends up cheating in a marriage that basically causes the divorce, you are pretty much going to be at fault for that and be forced to pay up. Now, that's not always the case, but that's typically the case, right? So, typically that girl would basically get nothing if she ended up cheating, causing the divorce, 
right? That being said, in this specific scenario, because again, personal finance is personal, it makes perfect sense because this guy would actually probably abduct his kids, probably harm his own kids, and probably also kill his former ex-wife. But here's the thing. For her, if she, for whatever random reason, were to actually, like, stumble upon this episode, what she needs to do is set up her money to where she has no debt, she pays for everything in cash, because she has certainly the money for it. She sets up basically emergency funds for all of her kids and herself and puts all the money basically into like investments to really protect herself. Because this is the thing. She has to have a massive fund to pay for massive security and that is going to be extremely expensive. So she has to basically make a budget for that, see how much it's going to cost her every single year for this top-notch security and then basically create some sort of income with this money that could afford this security. So, yeah. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to affordingbox.com. But imagine if you had $122 million coming in every single year. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, Go down below as well, and we'll see you in future episodes.